What are you going to do with James Robinson with the latest injury to Travis Etienne? When's the right time to draft Kyle Pitts? Is Josh Allen really worth the second quarterback? And how deep is this wide receiver class? Welcome into the Dynasty Mafia podcast, everybody. I am your host, Antonio Denisi. With me, as always, Eric and Keenan. What's going on tonight, fellas? It's mock draft time. Hey, season's almost here. Let's get it. It's been mock mock time for about a month and a half. Where have you been? Yeah, you know, uh, Keenan's definitely uh, probably on 300 mocks. I'd no, say at no, least right no. now. I, I slowed down. I slowed down. I'm like at 130 or whatever. I definitely slowed down. <laughs> 130 or whatever. I like that, guys. I, like I got that. bored. Cool. I got bored. <laughs> hey, there's a lot of time. There's a lot of time in the in summer. Uh, so, so, anyways, we got a big mock going on today. We got a 12 team PPR draft. So, there's not a lot of news and notes going on. We're going to run through that a little bit here, but we got a quarterback, two running back, two wide receiver tight end two flex so we got a good lineup for us and uh i think it's gonna be a lot of fun today i think we've been doing a lot of mocks and we decided to pick our own spots this time uh we actually brought a few friends in to do the mock as well so we're gonna have a good mixture of people in and why don't you guys talk about uh the spot that you decided to pick eric why don't you go first i picked spot six uh, as i said on a previous podcast you know i do like the middle of the draft uh spots four through six there you know, I, I like picking every 10 to 12 picks or so, so I like being in the middle, and and yeah, I, I seem to have my most success there. Keenan, how about you? You told me to pick spot time. <laughs> <laughs> All yeah, right, that's I'll, fair. I mean, I'm, I'm fine with it. I'm, I don't really care about any spot. I'm not, not too picky. Don't matter to me. Well, I'd imagine with 130 mock drafts, you probably are happy in a lot of different positions there. Uh, and that's something that's super beneficial, you know, somewhat of a semi-pro tip we'll call Keenan there. We'll give you a little semi-pro. Uh, but make sure, you, make sure you mock a lot. Make sure you do different positions. It's something that's extremely important because, especially if you have random draws, you have no idea what you're going to have for uh, your draft spot uh, each year. So if you do a lot of different mocks, you get a lot of variations. And make sure to, make sure to switch it up a little bit. So I'm excited you know, to, I used, sir. I I used to hate random draw draws, and I kind of want all our all our leagues to go back to random draws. We I, I think for a while we had random draws, and everyone used to complain about it. And then now I'm like, ah, I kind of like having a little lottery system at the draft, and you don't know where you're drafting. And it's a surprise, I guess. Yeah, I was a big – I actually hate – I didn't like it for a while either, but at the same point, you can't really go from the standings of last season, and besides going with that order, you can't really rotate every single year at who's going to get first, second, third, and so on. So I do think random has become the best way to do it, um, especially, you know, I do some triple, quadruple kind of different randoms um, in order to, to get my draft order with names and numbers. And I know, Keenan, you got bobbing for apples and balls and – Losing draft picks if you if you finish near the bottom of Keenan's league, so not some not somewhere you want to be. Um, not somewhere. I wanna, next year, I want I want someone to stand. The team that finishes in last needs to stand on Camp Road with a sign that says "I suck at fantasy football" in a dress for twenty minutes. That's I think that that'd be hilarious. All of us, all of us in our league, driving by and beeping at the person. Yeah, that'd be um, great. You probably don't realize that's my Monday nights. Oh, you on the corner over there by Walmart? It's a little weird. 
Hey, man, don't judge me. Don't judge me. Uh, but, no, I, I got to mention my draft pick first here, Keenan. So I got spot two. I know you have a question for us you want to ask before we get into some I mean, news and not, notes. It's but not fantasy related, but, yeah. That's okay. I'm excited for it. Uh, but I got uh, – I picked – show's pick two. Uh, I really – uh, pick three. I'm sorry. Don't even remember. I've been debating between two and three because of the Kamara and Cook discussion, which we're going to dive into. But I also really love the back end of round two, uh, where I'm going to be able to get some players that we'll talk about. And as I've gotten deeper into the drafts with, with a lot of the mocks I've done, I've just noticed that the even round numbers, I've just been lacking a lot of selections. So we're going to see how deep that goes. Um, so with that being said, make sure you're following us on Twitter. Uh, at Dynasty Mafia underscore FF. Make sure you're following me at Antonio Denisi FF, uh, Eric at Biggie underscore FF, and Keenan at Keenan underscore 716. All right, Keenan. Hit me with a question listen, here listen, on the I, day. It's not, even a, it's not even a question. It just no, oh, maybe no. a statement, maybe. I don't know. You ever, you ever get struck by lightning? No. How about you ever play, <laughs> no. you ever play professional baseball? Uh, play? Not, not today. Has have you ever played professional baseball and um sorry someone's calling me um and get struck by lightning probably not right I saw this article that ESPN posted that 102 years ago there was a pitcher named Ray Codwell who was struck in his debut by lightning in the ninth inning passed out got up and finished the damn game it, the oh. game. This is obviously before our cell phones and stuff, so we can't really like. <laughs> for cell really phones, but I mean, it's like this newspaper print press. That's I mean, very I, impressive. I, it's literally a story. It, he pitched for Cleveland, and I saw it on Twitter. I'm like, oh, wow, well, that's that's impressive. I using electric I mean, I a, bats back then. I mean, I I have a hard time getting getting out of bed when I have a head cold. My man got up, got struck by lightning, finished the game, got the W, and went and partied with his teammates. <laughs> Dude, that's exactly right. This guy's yeah. in the middle of a game. I just, dude, before we even started the pod, I was cleaning upstairs on the counter, and I just, I was wiping up. My wife's making a cake. I left flour all over the counter, and she just started telling me I'm going downstairs. I'm like, what? I got stuff to do, but you know, this guy's going to get struck by lightning, and I'm just half assing flour. Yeah, and passed oh, out. Man. It looks just like a little shot. You know? Oh yeah, it's not like you flip in a switch and you get a little zap. My man was out cold. I might get I his jersey. Hurt. I was about to say, my, my man had a good reaction there. He had a little little shock electro charge, probably had the game-winning home run. And then you said he passed out in the ninth inning. So he, so he passed out, and they probably waited for him, and then he came back. and Yeah, yeah. Must, he must was unconscious out. for five minutes, the story says, but went on to finish the game after being revived. Damn. <laughs> God, man, we suck now. Yeah. We're getting soft. I mean, can you imagine if that happened nowadays? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! All right, so let's get over some uh, some news and notes here. Oh, as I accidentally just started the draft. Blake. Yeah, yeah, we'll yeah. fix that one there. Uh, let's start some news and notes. Uh, not too much, but some quarterbacks got announced for week one. Uh, we just ended up uh, ended week two for preseason. About to get into week three, technically week four, whatever you want to call it. Uh, but uh, yeah, starters got announced. So Andy Dalton, we already knew he was going to be playing for the Bears, so Justin Field is going to be starting for the final game. But Teddy Bridgewater was officially announced uh, to start the first game against the Giants. And, uh, Eric, what do you think about that? I'm not surprised. I was not a big fan of Drew Locke, um, and it didn't really seem like the Broncos were either, seeing as how they brought Teddy B in to begin with. Um, yeah, and I, I kind of saw this coming from the beginning, so I'm not excited about anybody you know, on Denver 
you know, even with the switch to him, uh, the wide receivers there is still pretty unfortunate for them. But, um, yeah, I'm, I'm not really surprised at all. I, I, I don't, I don't know. I don't know how to react. I mean, I, I feel like both of them are the same type of quarterback. I feel like they're both did the you same this? talent wise, I guess. But did I you mean, expect I'm not this worried. Maybe. No, I thought they were going to go back to lock. I really did. I thought, and so we we had a little talk in one of our one of our chats today. It's his third year. You would think that the Broncos invested all this time. At least give him, you know, one final chance at, at retaining that starting job. I was a little shocked by that, but I mean, Elway has a funny way of doing things, and he hasn't hit on a quarterback since he since he drafted or since he traded for um, since. Uh, Teddy give the yeah Teddy's does give him a better chance to win I guess like this but um, Elway hasn't really been successful with quarterbacks besides when he traded for Manning and I mean that's a brain that's no brainer even Travis Lipus would have traded for uh, Pete Manning yeah, and I, <laughs> you know again with that sorry I was gonna jump in but again with that talk we were having earlier I was I was saying though I feel like the the Broncos are just in this ever since Manning they're just gonna be in this continuous. You know, cycle like, of they're they're a win now team, but they just don't have a quarterback. Kind of like the Bills um, for eighteen years. You no, know, we didn't make the playoffs for yeah. eighteen years. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, but no, I mean they have legitimate, uh, legitimate wide receivers, run game, a good tight end. They got a, a really good defense. Um, I mean, obviously with Von Miller, the, that defense is going to be, yeah, um, going to regress a little. You know, once he's gone, but, but I mean. I saw it coming. I know they brought in Teddy B because they're they're trying to upgrade the quarterback position, and I know that Elway is going to want to try and compete now, but I just don't see it happening with either of the quarterbacks there. Yeah, I think they're going to – I think – I was surprised too. I thought Locke would get his shot because why Why would you bring in Bridgewater, cause all the commotion, cause Locke to try and you know compete for his job if he's not getting the chance? But you're right, Teddy B did, did show some, some good abilities, so – I do think that yeah, Locke's time is definitely done. Um, yeah, Elway Elway did relieve those GM duties. I think I think he's still president. Cypus is 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 mentioning in here, uh, but you know, speaking of that, I think they're going to be ground and pound. They got Javante Williams for a reason. They're keeping Melvin Gordon obviously, and they're going to use the both of them and use Bridgewater, who's not as I guess erratic as Drew Locke, which we might not like to see for the Cortland Sutton who's downfield. But I think the Noah Fans and the Jerry Judys. Um, I think they're all going to all improve from Chetty Bridgewater. So speaking of run game, let's talk about the New England Patriots who did just announce that Mac Jones is going to be, at least the beat writers are really hyped that Mac Jones is going to be the starter over Cam Newton. So that's going to cause a bit less rush attempts, I would think, uh, since Cam had 12 touchdowns last year. Uh, what do you think, Keenan, about Mac Jones? I'm more excited about the rest of the offense, honestly. we Especially the running back situation there, I think – I think the running backs are going to actually get more carries now because Cam Newton was running the ball a lot last year. So, but with Mac Jones being a starter, I I don't know what to think, think about it when it comes to the receiving receivers out there. I I mean the tight ends, Smith and Henry. I think those are your two good uh, fantasy options, and the rest of the wide receiving core is just hit or miss. No matter who the starter is, actually, it might be hit or miss on that wide receiver core. Yeah, Daniel, gonna, he did. He did look good today, supposedly. In practice, yeah, I liked. Again. He looked obviously a lot more Teddy 
or geez, Tom Brady esque than, than than what they were running last season. But I, he was able to move the ball. He had like a ninety yard drive, which I thought was kind of impressive to see. Um, I don't know if he's ready per se, but I, I don't think that Cam Newton can really be the reason to help that offense right now. I'm so he I mean, today good in practice, I guess that's what they're reporting. He went. Oh 12, yeah, no, twelve for twelve against the Giants. Um, number one defense. So yeah, no, I was referring to the preseason uh, game two. Um, again, take it for preseason for what you will. But the ninety-yard drive is a ninety-yard drive by a rookie quarterback, regardless. So it was at least good to see that. Um, I don't have too much hopes for Mac Jones in this year, but I think it's the right decision. Uh, Trevor Lawrence got announced the starter finally. We don't have to deal with that nonsense of Urban Meyer talking about the job being competed for, even though he hasn't looked number one pick esque just yet. Uh, but uh, I'm excited for that. And like we mentioned, Andy Dalton uh, is starting. Do you think that's right? Do you think Justin Fields should be starting right now, Eric? Uh, honestly, yeah. Uh, Andy Dalton's not going to win you football games. Nick Foles is not going to win you football games. You just drafted the guy in the first round. He's the future of your franchise. Play him. Uh, why not? You, you Honestly, I don't think there's anything to lose. I'm not a big Fields fan myself, but I'm saying to play him because – what is Andy Dalton going to give you? So you're at just this gonna... point, what is Andy Dalton in Nothing, his career Fields... going to give you? But Fields, is, I don't think he's ready. He hasn't looked good at all. I, I'm, I'm well not just, saying just, he's ready, but just you're – Barry Dalton this season, give, give Fields another year to develop, and then bring him in next year. That's I think that's the right long-term uh, plan. The only reason I don't agree with that is because I already know what Nagy's going to do. They're well, going to start off the season just as they did with Trubisky. I, I, I bet they start off worse than they did with Trubisky last year, and then they're just going to play ring around the rosy with their quarterbacks again. Well, Trubisky and, was Nickelodeon MVP. Yeah. Well, you know, no matter what, their schedule this season, guys, is is not easy. They got the NFC West and they got the AFC North. So, you know, if you're if you're going to try to do anything with Andy Dalton, it's not going to happen. But that first three games, they start. At the Rams, then they have the Bengals at home, and then they are at the Browns. After that, you got Lions at home, and then you're at the Raiders. So there's a chance if they start 0 3, that's maybe when you're going to see Fields. But I think that first game coming out, you don't want him facing Aaron Donald. That's not that's not going to be fun for Justin Fields because even though he's good at moving his feet, it's all he's going to be able to do because he's he's not going to be able to do much. I, I'm excited to see. I was excited the last two games to see what he had to do. Uh, but I do think that that might be a little – I don't think Dalton has a long leash, but I think he still gets that first crack for that reason. Um, uh, Damon Harris got the lead role now. So Sony Michelle was traded that's, to the Rams. That's why I said. I know you mentioned. Um, yeah. Um, with, well, I guess I guess this works with, with the Cam um, possibly not being – Cam not, not being a starter because – Running for his life, as he definitely will be. Um, but, sorry, I didn't mean to bother you there, Keenan. I think, I think that run game is the running backs are are actually worth something in fantasy now, with Cam not 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 the quarterback and now Sony Michelle's gone. So I think that Stevenson kid also looked really good. So Dynasty, pick him up, put him put yeah. him on your taxi. Oh, he, so he better I, been drafted, man. Ramondre better been drafted. I, uh, speaking of drafting, guys, I think it's about time we start this mock draft. I don't think we have too much to go over. I know we'll have another episode coming in about four or five days that we can uh, catch up on anything else going on, especially for week three. Uh, so let's let's get to mocking, all right? So we're going to get this started. Let's go, Blake. What you got? We're going to show it right here on the screen for everybody that's also watching. 
So we got Blake with the first pick. Like I said, I, I'll start here at three. Who should be the first pick? I'm not even going to ask that stupid question. Who should be the second pick? Cooks. Cook. Brandon Cooks? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah I'll agree no. Delvin Cook as well. Um, it's the third pick that I think I may disagree with a few of you. Um, so who should the third pick be? Because I'm telling you right now, number two, I'm hoping Cook goes if I have number three because I want Kamara. Oh, do you? I Aren't think Kamara's trashing Kamara in that offense last week. I was not trashing Kamara in the offense. I was simply looking negative, and this was, you know, I've had a change of heart, especially now with Adam Troutman down. He's got to catch the ball, man. He's going to catch the ball probably close to 100 times. I'm going to be honest. He might even see close to 300 rushes. I'm not worried about Latavius Murray. Delvin Cook, you have to worry about the 300-plus and the 350-plus touches the last two years, do you not? So why why is Kamara going to catch the ball 100 times? So he had 44 catches in the games without Breeze last year, and that was the seven games. That was with Taysom Hill. That was with Jameis Winston. If Taysom Hill starts, that's going to continue. Kamara had his best stretch with Taysom Hill, there was some frustrating parts, sure, but he had his best threats. So we saw Kamara go, Derek Henry, uh, Saquon Barkley. But I think even with Winston now, I mean, we're seeing Marquez Callaway get some buzz. We know Traquan Smith, but they have nobody from for the five to ten yards right now. Nobody. And that's where you're going to see Alvin Kamara get the ball. I just don't think nobody – he has no competition. You know who'll look good in that offense? Yeah, we'll, we'll see. I mean, the only, the only reason I'll – sorry, the only reason I'm going to disagree there um, – I would actually take Derrick Henry over Elvin Kamara, even in a PPR league. Um, just looking at Winston with his five years with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, only two of the five years did their running backs combine for over 100 targets. And that's targets. And you're, you're expecting them to get 100 carry or 100 catches. Um, not only that, you throw Jameis Winston into this offense, somebody who loves to throw the ball downfield, who loves to take those shots compared to somebody like Breeze who couldn't throw past 20 yards and had to check down to Kamara more than than most would. I, I don't know. It, it, it worries me. I think we can see him get, you know, the lowest catches he's actually had in his career. Um, I don't know what this offense is going to do, you know, in terms of splitting the, the carries. Uh, with Winston in there, but but we'll see. But I just I think Derrick Henry to me has a very good shot at another two thousand yards, double digit touchdowns. Um, make sure to make your pick, Eric. Oh yeah, I'm I'm up. Um, hold on a second. What what is going on? You guys got you guys got to stop me while I'm talking. This is going. No, quick. you're fine. But I oh I think you're on auto pick. All right. Well, anyways, you can, who do you want to pick, Eric? Um, hold on a second here. Oh, yeah, I'll go Jonathan Taylor. It, it just had him there. It's not letting me pick. There you go. Now you're better. Anyways, so Saquon Barkley, Keenan, what would you think about that? I, Me and Eric were actually talking before the show. I think that's that's the riskiest pick in the first round. Um, him still on the pup list, has a bit of practice in. There's talks about him not being ready to go to start the season, and I can't I can't invest a first-round pick on, on, a, on a player that's not ready to go to start the season, so – Riskiest pick right there, in my opinion. And if if I'm at five or six and Barkley's there, I'm probably reaching for another player. Uh, I I don't know, man. He's he's the most polarizing player for me right now in like the first two rounds because I I almost want to take him at two. There was a point a few weeks at ago two. I was taking him at two. 
I, I'm telling you, man, I, I'm not going to be surprised if they continue to run the offense through him. Yes, the injury scare came up, but he's going to be just fine. Um, I really think he's going to be just fine. But my, I wouldn't be surprised if he has double-digit touchdowns and close to 1,600 total yards. My biggest concern besides the injury is that offensive line. Have they improved it at all since last year? Remember before he got hurt, we're watching Monday Night Football, and that offensive line couldn't block you, me, or Eric if we were out there. That's how bad they were. They looked, and Bark and Barkley was just getting eaten alive in the backfield. That's, right, that's, that's my big thing. That's where they invested in Galladay to help stretch the field. They brought in Kadarius Tony to help extend extend the run yeah. game. Can those guys um, be nice? Can they have another year together? They got another year together. Um, it's can't. You can only go up. You can only go up. So, let's and recap so far because we have and some picks moving. Taking one of my my guys. Nobody's gone. Nobody has gone wide receiver yet. We start with CMC, Delvin Cook, Elvin Kamara, Derek Henry, Saquon Barkley, JT went to Eric, uh, Nick Chubb, and Austin Eckler. So now we got another team going on the clock here. So, um, yeah, Keenan, or yeah, Eric, sorry. I wanted to finish up with you about uh, Derek Henry quick. So I like the selection at two. Because I definitely think he's going to repeat two thousand yards. Can you get the next pick moving here. Yeah, time's up. It started moving. Sorry. Um, I really like that, but I, I just the problem is he still was behind Delvin Cook, uh, even when I said I would take him at three over Kamara, not over Cook. Oh, sorry, over Kamara. Yeah, sorry, sorry. Yeah, so I don't know. I'm really excited for Derrick Henry, but I still would have. To, it's still just really tough for me. Um, yeah, Julio so, doesn't worry me at all. I don't know why people are worried about that. They lost Janu and Corey Davis, two guys that received a ton of looks last year. There is plenty to go around in this offense. It's gonna. I think Julio is actually going to open it up even more wow. for the run game. Um, and yeah, Ooh, look at that wild card. We got a wild card. Patrick Mahomes went eleventh. Look it's at that. Devontae Adams, first wide receiver at nine. Then I'm, Zeke. And I'm then ready Patrick to see what Mahomes. else is here, guys. Is this a one quarterback? It's a one quarterback league. But hey, so what do you? So I, I think it's a good point to talk about it. Mahomes is not a horrible pick in the first round. Let's also say if, that was a computer picking. <laughs> well, that's that's okay. We got a couple in here. But if he can repeat, you're, you're basically expecting him to repeat 2018. He's MVP season. He needs 50 touchdowns and 5,500 yards uh, yeah, to probably be worth that first, first round pick. <laughs> um, yeah, I probably the earliest I'd probably be looking would be round round. If, if, so if you're near the end of second round, and early round three, that's probably the best time to be taking him or you're forced to take him because you're obviously not going to get him. Uh, can I give, can I give everyone the best advice ever? If you Tell are me. planning to pick Patrick Mahomes, just wait a couple rounds and take Josh Allen. Yeah. Well, so you think Josh Allen's the second quarterback, huh? 100%. Okay. We'll and I think Josh that. Allen can – beat out Patrick Mahomes to be the number one quarterback for fantasy. I mean, I believe Allen was second last year, right behind Kyler Murray. Um, Interesting. So, and if you're, and we're talking, if we're talking a multi-round difference, even one round difference, I will take that value and just go with Allen. So Stefan Diggs went as wide receiver four. Uh, Devontae Adams, Tyreek Hill, DK Metcalf went before him. Um, what do you think about Diggs? Finish the year, most targets, most catches, most yards. You know, you just talked about Josh Allen. Is Diggs your wide receiver one? Is four is four respectable? Should he be higher? 
For I, I think he's honestly, I would I would take him over DK. Um, but I, I I definitely agree with Adams and Hill being over him. Um, I just think he'll be a little bit more consistent than DK will. Um, but I mean that's that, all those guys are are great picks there. Keenan Travis Kelsey went right after Stephon Diggs. Is that the yeah, right spot for him? Two five. Yeah, I mean he's the best tight end in the league. He's not gonna slip any lower than that usually. I kind of wanted to talk about my second pick, first rookie off the board. Oh yeah, that's skip right by me when we're talking about Harris. Yeah, I mean this guy, honestly, besides maybe Derrick Henry, maybe not even him. I think this guy's the only true three down back in in, in the league right now. He's got no competition behind him besides Snell. He, CMC. Double Cook. Uh, see, I mean, come on. CMC, he, Derrick if, Henry. If it's, if, it's, <laughs> if it's third and 30, he's not going to be on the field. But, um, I mean, neither is Harris. But I think I think Harris is honestly the tr- true third down back because – three down back because there's no one behind him. And he, he last year you, in college, he improved his pass catching ability too. Um, so, I don't – Getting them, getting them in the second round is, is a steal, in my opinion. Usually I try not to draft rookies this early um, because last year I, I did it last year and it bit me bit me in the butt with uh, Hilaire. But honestly, Harris is a safe pick for me. I like that. I do like him in the second round. Uh, you know, after him did go Joe Mixon, who has questions. Antonio Gibson, you know, you're hoping for that extra breakout and he's going to get the touches that Harris is looking to be guaranteed. Um, but, you know, Eric got Kelvin Ridley, wide receiver six. So when Stefan Diggs, Travis Kelsey, Hopkins, Kelvin Ridley, you know, I know I was hoping he was going to come down to me. That was a big reason I liked the end of round two. But obviously Ridley's creeping up uh, draft boards a little bit. I'll be um, honest. That was an auto pick. I was busy talking. <laughs> I didn't pick him. <laughs> oh. Um, but so, I got Kelvin Ridley, guys. Good pick, does, Eric. <laughs> are you able to take yourself off auto? Does it let you? I don't know. It just keeps picking should, about me. I'm gonna oh, Justin's going to miss. So, um, what? Yeah, so then after that, so no, no, uh, yeah, he timed out. It's all right. So, uh, AJ Brown went after Joe Mixon, and then I selected Justin Jefferson. So, I paired my Elvin Kamara with Justin Jefferson. I'm ecstatic about that with PPO or geez, PPR. I was reading O line comment here from Cypus giving us some info. Um, we were talking about who there, uh, was it Harris with the O line? I know it stinks, I know the O line stinks, but he's gonna get 300 plus touches. Um, so, anyways. Oh, wow. Yeah, so we had uh, Darren Waller go after Justin Jefferson, then Antonio Gibson, and C.D. Lamb. Uh, so we got uh, Justin on the clock to pick 3-2. Yeah, so Cypress was in some of our leagues. leagues. You know how much money we would take from him? <laughs> um, so I started so far with Elvin Kamara and Justin Jefferson. Eric has Jonathan Taylor and Kelvin Ridley, and Keenan has Zeke and Najee Harris. I think those are some good starts there. And, you know, you're seeing some I – mean, I mean Blake's team. That first team right there, kind of like one-one right now. I and that's like another it. reason, man. Those first couple picks, they're very nice kinda because like it. you know he's so Blake number one started CMC, Antonio Gibson, and CD Lamb. I mean, the Lamb pick. I'm going to be honest. He might. He, so he went before Mari Cooper, guys. So so what are you thinking about that selection right there? Like, do you think CD Lamb is going to take that jump over? Over Cooper, and he was taking over McLaurin, yeah. Allen Robinson, Mike Evans, Julio Jones. What do you think about that? I uh, I don't know how I feel about that yet. It, first of all, let's see what's going on with Dak's shoulder. That's one 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 concern. And two, I mean, 
Amari Cooper is really, really good. Can can we just forget? Can we forget what he did before Dak got hurt? I, I don't think you forget that the season that he had that before they uh, drafted Lamb. I yeah, mean, but you also can't forget what CD did with Dak in his first five games in the NFL period, compared to Amari Cooper, who was on his fifth, sixth year already. Um, you know, I think we really need to look at the connection they had, Dak and CD, um, and what they were able to do in those first five five games. You know, coming out of college, I thought CD was going to be an elite talent. Um, just in his first year, it looks like that's going to happen. Um, I, I definitely see CD taking the jump over Cooper. I still think Cooper is going to have a good year, providing Dak is healthy. Uh, that's still to be deter- to be uh, determined there, but. But um, yeah, I, yeah. I, I still think we need to under. I still think we need to realize though, Dak's not going to throw the ball forty-five times a game like he was, and Amari Cooper was still getting the targets when CD was. CD had more touchdowns, but Amari was still, you know, keeping pace with him. So yeah, if you get in the red zone and then it starts being CD finishing with five, six more touchdowns, it's going to be there. But I, I think I find it really tough that this is the year CD takes a leap. I think it's going to be next year when Amari's probably out. So you, so you don't think. You know, if, if they throw less, you know, try and take a little bit off of deck, especially with the injury, you don't think that that turns into them running the ball a bit more and maybe pushing down the field by running the ball and turns into more touchdowns for CD? Eric, you're up. Thank you for telling me. Uh, let me recap here before I answer that question. Uh, and again, so I think they both still have a good year, so it's not really a knock on either of them. Um, it's just if you have to pick one, I'm going CD. I mean, value-wise, yes, but I think maybe taking him then in round three was probably a bit early. I think, you know, at least let Amari go because at least – I mean, somebody's going to stretch. And, well, where Blake was again. Can he's you turn, one, that, so. this, turn that over? What are you turning over? Change the pick. Oh, uh, who you don't want, Dobbins? Oh, I got Just, you. It's, uh, you can leave it. That's fine. Uh, yeah, you're right. Um, anyways, so – I. Yeah, I don't know. I we had C. Lamb go, then Keenan Allen. I picked Clyde Edwards-Helaire to add to my PPR uh, dominance there, and then uh, Terry McLaurin, who a lot of people are excited for going off the board at wide receiver eleven, and then George Kittle, J.K. Dobbins, and now we have another selection on the board here. So next time I'm Eric, up, pause it while I'm talking. No, you're good. I fixed it. Don't worry. Um, so, anyways, you did you? Yeah, we're working on it. But um, Keenan. Yes, sir. Let's talk about George Kittle. Actually, let's talk yeah, about Terry McLaurin. You've been talking uh, to me about Terry McLaurin. Talk about him. Well, first of all, with Kittle and Waller, I'd probably swap those guys. Um, Kittle in the second round over Waller. But um, McLaurin, I mean, I was hoping he'd, he'd slip down to me in, uh, at 310 there, but that didn't happen. But I think I think he, you and I talked about it, and I tried to trade for him in in our one league with you, Antonio, and you wouldn't budge because I think we're both expecting yeah, him. Yeah, right? Yeah, I think we're both. I think we're both expecting the corner to have a great season with Fitz behind center. I mean, Fitz, what he's able to do, I, I tweeted it not too long ago with his wide receiver ones over the over his career, where he starts 10, 10 or more games is is is. Unbelievable. I mean, he pretty much made um, Parker in Miami a wide receiver, too, 
um, fantasy-wise. So I think with McLaurin getting fits and what McLaurin's been able to do with the garbage quarterbacks that he's had throwing him the ball is unbelievable, and I think that's just going to improve this year. He's going to improve this year with Fitz behind center. It's crazy that we are saying that Fitz is such a huge um, improvement over over the quarterbacks that he's had, but Fitz is a huge improvement over the quarterbacks that McCorn has had in his career. I yeah, also tweeted Fitz that is, too. It's been yeah. it's it, it's garbage. I, I think wide receiver eleven is we're going to be a lot of people are going to be kicking themselves in the butt potentially if he winds up being that wide receiver six or five when uh, he gets hyper targeted by Fitzpatrick. Uh, George Kittle. So Travis is wondering what yeah, who's going to throw the ball to George Kittle and doesn't matter. It's a big thing that Shanahan is amazing at, you know, his yards after catchability, uh, the way he's able to work any type of quarterback in there. His quarterbacks have always been at the highest yards per attempt in the league. So I'm really excited for, yeah, whomever's throwing the ball at Kittle, but Kittle's going to get his. He's going to lead the target, lead the team targets. He's going to get north, if not very close to the 25% target share. So you're probably looking at a good 130 targets for George Kittle, which is going to be 90-plus catches. And I agree with you, Keenan. He should have went ahead, Darren Waller. Um, but somebody else should have went ahead, Darren Waller, and we're gonna we're gonna find out who that is soon. Um, let's see here. So next picks after uh, George Kittle, like I said, Jer- J.K. Dobbins went with Eric, so he's got J.T. Calvin Ridley and J.K. Dobbins, and then David Montgomery, Josh Allen going to Joe Sorrow. We were talking about Josh Allen going as number two quarterback. Uh, what are we looking here? Almost 20 picks after Mahomes, though. So make sure you guys stay wise on those quarterback selections. Uh, DeAndre Swift, and then we got Keenan up. Um, DeAndre Swift. Yeah, we, Keenan, you, see that report? you see that report that came out on Swift where uh, coaching staff doesn't feel that he's ready to take on that whole whole role because of his injury problems. And that's, I forgot what the rest of the report said, but, I mean, that's a little, it's a little scary to think that um, – all the investment that a lot of people have made in dynasty for Swift might not even, he might not even be getting a bulk of the carries there. I think that was uh, cause his groin injury. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I was mean, saying he, how he wasn't really healthy. in shape. Yeah. 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 yeah unfortunately, you know, with the concussion last year and everything, but so, I just, I, I think he's going to get just force fed the ball because I mean, there's not much else there. I mean, TJ Hawkinson in the past game, then, a few nobodies, but they can't rely on Jared Goff to throw the ball often here. I want to talk about this for a second right here, these two guys. Yeah, Keenan, what was your thought process? You had the choice between Allen Robinson and Mike Evans. Who would you go with? I, I took Robinson just because I know we just talked about Fields, and I said he shouldn't start, but he's probably going to be their quarterback there, and I, I think he gives Robinson a pretty high ceiling um, just based on Fields' playmaking ability. Um, and I mean, not, no disrespect to Mike Evans. I've just have never been, and I think you guys know that I've never been a huge Mike Evans fan. I did trade for him this past season because of the year that he had last year. I think he, how many touchdowns do you have, Anthony? At least 100 last year, right? Uh, he was close to 100, at least 107. Yeah, but I'm, he was a machine last year, and he's got Brady coming back for one more year. So this, this right here makes me. Getting Robinson or Mike Evans after you draft two running backs makes me very happy to be able to get one of those two guys. Yeah, and now you you know potentially don't have to worry about running backs, which has a big cliff that just it, it just is about to hit 
Um, actually, it probably just hit because, you know, the remaining running backs left, you have Josh Jacobs, Daryl Henderson, Kareem Hunt, Miles Gaskin, and then, you know, you got James Robinson down there. But, you know, Daryl Henderson, they just traded for Sony Michelle. It's just more cooks in the kitchen. You got to question that. Josh Jacobs already has some questions. Miles Gaskin, hopefully they, you know, they don't realize that uh, Malcolm Brown is much of anything more than just a guy and they can start giving him the ball again. Um, but, yeah, you really – if you don't go heavy on two running backs, it's there's definitely a different approach you're going to have to take or you're going to have to be excited with some of those later players like the Jamal Williams uh, or the potential Gio Bernards um, or, you know, the uh, Damian Harris's as we were referencing. I'm shocked Amari Cooper went in the fourth round too. Yeah, I, well, I was about to say the man of the hour, Kyle Pitts, went right after that Mike Evans selection. Uh, so you have Alex starting with Tyreek Hill, DK Metcalf, Kyle Pitts, and Miles Sanders. I really like that start. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm a big fan of that. He got he got all the players I'd like to have, but that, Kyle Pitts, number four. It works like a last place team to me. <laughs> was Kyle Pitts worth it at four? Because you know I'm, I'm you know I'm telling you he's my third tight end, so I definitely know he was worth it at four, and I don't need to. Go too I'm, crazy at that. I'm right on the now. other side of the fence with that, at Antonio. I'm, I'm a little scared of drafting a rookie tight end. Over the, over the history of rookie tight ends, over the years, I got to stay away from Kyle Pitts, unless he so, unless he slips into the fifth or sixth round, then then maybe. You know, I'm I I get it. I understand it. Like you're you're literally expecting records to be broken, in order to draft him where you're taking him, but. What if he does? But what if he you know, doesn't? Like, like, you don't like, get to what keep if him he does? Year. So if he doesn't, right? If he doesn't, he's going to now. So now you got him at four. You got Mark Andrews coming up next. You got TJ Hawkinson's. Don't you think there's enough questions there? Yeah, there's a there's there's more continuity, but you have to look at Kyle Pitts is coming in as probably the second the second target to Matt Ryan. And that player has had over hundred attempts every year of Matt Ryan's career. And you know when he had uh -huh. Tony Gonzalez? Tony Gonzalez had over 120 targets with him. In at least three of his seasons, Tony Gonzalez is one of the best tight ends in the Dude, in the world. Kyle Pitts is the, the highest NFL. drafted tight end, high, highest drafted tight end ever. Can't bigger Eric. arms, bigger arms than some of the than. Oh, did you did you measure his arms? Hey, I don't need to. Someone else has a job for me. Yeah. You know, Eric, you want to pay me to measure tie. Kyle Pitts' arms? I'll do it. And measure him pit to pit. Eric, break the tie. You taking Pitts in the third round? No. Perfect. All right, get out of here. So after Miles Sanders, Chris Carson, Amari Cooper. So Amari Cooper going nearly uh, about 14 picks after uh, CeeDee Lamb. So after Amari went Josh Jacobs, Chris Godwin, Kyler Murray going as the third quarterback off the board, DJ Moore and Cooper Cup. So Cooper Cup's the big, uh, big one for me in this round, Cooper Cup and DJ Moore. I'm really excited for DJ Moore, but we talked about Cooper Cup last episode. Um, going ahead of Robert Woods here, do you guys have Woods or Cup as your hire? It's like a coin flip every year with these guys. One one year it's Woods year, one one year it's Cup season. It, this year it's probably going to be uh, um, their rookie um, that they drafted. <laughs> What's his face? <laughs> Can't remember his name. Uh, two two at well, that's what it is. Um, but no, I. It's a coin flip for me. Yeah, so I'm I'm sitting here now. You know, on the clock, looking at Robert Woods, I could go Daryl Henderson. I could go Lamar Jackson. The the chance for that number one quarterback, I think it's great value. 
um, right around selection 41, so right about where he's going. So I'm really excited for that, but I think I could wait a little bit longer on quarterback, especially possibly on the turn. So I think I'm going to go Robert Woods here. I'm not too happy about Woods being my second wide receiver, but I am pairing him with Justin Jefferson. Um, so I am hoping he can definitely – they can both – get north of the 1,300 yards, but the touchdowns, I don't really think I have too much, but I got catches going on my side. Um, so Julio Jones just went right before Robert Woods. Eric, you said a little bit about Julio Jones. Are, are you worried about him taking a step back at all? Um, I mean, he's not going to be that top five fantasy wide receiver Julio Jones that he was his whole career. Um, so in terms of that, yeah, he's going to take a step back. I mean, last year he was, he had some injuries and wasn't the best year for him. So I think he could do a little bit better than last year. Uh, fourth round is still a little bit too rich for my blood. Um, big Titans fan. He's got Henry. He's got AJ Brown and big and Julio Jones. Oh, well, (laughs) yeah, I don't think he was paying attention to that. Um, but I mean, I said, like I said, I, I think he is going to be better than what Corey Davis was, which so I mean, fourth round could be a steal for him. Um, and I think there's plenty to go around in this offense. Um, but I, I, I don't think he's going to be the same player he has been as over. I'd rather have him, Deontay Johnson, over Julio. Yeah, really. Oh. I mean, so do you think? So you think Deontay is the number one in Pittsburgh? Then. Yeah, I, I do. I, I liked what I saw here. And just imagine if he didn't have that um, the drop problem. I think I think we see him go a lot higher in drafts if because his numbers would obviously be better. But yeah, I, I take him over. I think I take him over Robert Woods honestly too. And Blake continuing with the solid team in my opinion. Um, he's James Robinson gets drafted, and then Jamar Chase. Uh, a couple legal issues with him. Um, not not sure if that's situated yet but we'll find out with the days coming and then you had another uh, Cincinnati Bengal wide receiver come off the board uh Higgins what, what about what about that pick Antonio so T Higgins right back to back yeah you had so you had Deontay Johnson James Robinson Jamar Chase T Higgins I really like the selection of Chase I'm not too big on Higgins going back to but you know if Justin he's gonna have to wait a little while uh at pick two there till he comes through so you got to get your guy but Higgins has a chance to get close to double-digit touchdowns. That's for sure. Um, are, we t- I, are we getting another Titans player right here? Please we could be getting. Me, it could be another give Titans me, uh, player. Give me um, um, Tannehill. Give me Tannehill right here. So I did go with Tyrell Lockett after T. Higgins, so that I could. Uh, I'm excited for the PPR. I'm excited for what Tyrell Lockett could bring. Quietly had 100 catches last season, so I'm excited for what the Seahawks are going to do. Eric, they did, did you they, auto. They talked about no. I finally uh, was able to pick having a bit of a shorter a shorter game instead of taking everything downfield. So when you see Lockett getting hundred catches and they're talking about keeping the game short, I think it's a good selection there. So Daryl Henderson uh, went after that. Then Kareem Hunt and Mark Andrews, T.J. Hawkinson. Are you worried about Daryl Henderson now that they just traded for Michelle? No, absolutely not. So maybe the I'm Xavier more- Jones hype is going down. Yeah, I'm probably gonna and and Funk. Don't forget about my boy Funk. I picked him up in a couple couple mm-hmm. dynasty leagues. Was John something Funk, right? And, uh, I, sure, and, but Pete, I'm gonna drunk. The reason I picked him up, I saw um, Pope's fantasy football hour picked him up in a couple leagues. I'm like, huh, he's got something here, so I picked him up too. In a Shout couple out leagues. Pope's. Yeah, um, but um, 
I, the only thing that keeps Henderson, you know, is his injuries. If that thumb injury is more serious than we're thinking, that's one we should be concerned. But them training for Sony Michelle, I'm not, I'm not concerned at all. Uh, so Mark Andrews and TJ Hawkinson back to back. See who Sorrow got. And I, 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 so TJ Hawkinson, I, I, I really expect he's going to get the target share that everybody wants him to see because he has to. Like, I, I don't think that the Quintus Cephas is, I don't think uh, that the Tyrell Williams is, I don't think they're going to be taking a lot of those targets uh, from TJ Hawkinson. He's a big guy. Goff's going to get nervous. That line's going to struggle and they're going to probably get rid of, he's going to get rid of the ball very quickly. And he has one of the quickest releases in the NFL to begin with. So um, I think I'm excited for Hawkinson. Uh, Thielen and Lamar Jackson went after that. How do you feel about uh, Adam Thielen, Eric? Actually, Keenan, how do you feel about Adam Thielen? Love it. Going into this year. Love it. Let's love it. PPR monster. Um, PPR monster. He's not. He may not get as many touchdowns as last year, but, I mean, come on. Adam Thielen has produced every year in the last few seasons. And Jefferson being on the other side is only going to take pressure off him. Um, the only thing I'm concerned about that offense and – I don't know if I should be, is if Kirk Cousins, if, if they start off slow, will they go to that rookie quarterback mod at some point? Because we, they were not to, to draft Fields, I believe. Was that Fields that they were they wanted to? And, and um, the Bears traded out four fields. Um, mm-hmm. So there's a little bit of Kirk Cousins doubt going going around to Minnesota, and that's, that's, one, that's a concern of mine. It, Kirk Cousins – as much as I rip on him, he's a solid quarterback, and he and he. There's a lot of garbage time on teams that he plays. Um, his team is usually down, so they throw the ball a lot at the end of games, and, and I think that that's what helps Thielen out a lot there. You know, he he's very touchdown dependent, and last, in the last year, last in the last year. twenty-three games. Oh, here we go with the stats. He's only top thirteen PPR points six times. I'm just saying. That's not good. That's not good. So I'm not excited for Thielen. He's another year old. He's touchdown dependent. And then you got Justin Jefferson coming in. Uh, you know, maybe he'll be your solid wide receiver too, where I mean, he'll finish for- maybe at 18 to 20. But that's a big maybe. Like that's where I think his ceiling is, though. That's I where mean, I think his ceiling I mean, for, is. So for a fifth round player, I, I don't I don't see anything wrong with it. Yeah, I mean, you got Odell Beckham going next. Um but Gall- like cool. for example, I'd rather have Galladay. I'd rather have Ayuk. I'd personally rather have Juju and Claypool probably than Thielen. I'm not very high on him. Uh, after him went Lamar Jackson, then Miles Gaskin, Odell Beckham uh, to turn the end of round five. Justin Herbert went, and to start round six, you got Javante Williams, their second rookie off the board. Uh, Mike Davis, round six. Oh you know, man, so I'm like off. We- pause it, pause it. I'm off. Oh. Uh, sorry, Keenan's up. There you go, bud. Um, Keenan's up right now. So, anyways, Keenan, why don't you rec- we'll recap your team? You got Zeke, Najee Harris, Allen Robinson, Amari Cooper, and Miles Gaskin. So you got a Dallas stack right there. Got a couple running backs, so you might be able to start diversifying yourself. Or what are you thinking here now? I think I'm gonna go receiver again because you you still have Galladay and the Uke available. Um, I'm kind of Michael Thomas is kind of staring at me right here. Um, I mean, Michael Thomas is going to be the pick because if you look at it, I'm already pretty solid at running back, and having Michael Thomas as my third option when he comes back healthy with Robinson and Cooper already, I think is a is the way to go here. 
And I'm a six, six round. Yeah, personally, that's too rich for my blood. Um, I'm probably or, looking more towards round eight. Or you know what? You know what I'm gonna do? Yeah, I don't think you should world. go that high. I'm gonna shock the world. <laughs> Devontae Smith went to Keenan. All right. I see you. I was hoping he would come a little bit lower than me. Um, but okay, so first rookie wide receiver off the board. Why'd you go Devonta Smith, Keenan? Just to make you mad. Chase was. <laughs> oh, Chase was, yeah, sorry. Second wide just rookie to, wide receiver. Just despite you, because I know you wanted him. Um but yeah, just like Blake grabbed Chase. Yeah, I got you yeah. guys. I feel you. I he's he, I'm hoping that he's gonna be a good PPR uh, wide receiver. I think honestly, as as this offseason has gone, I'm starting to kick myself for taking Chase over Smith in dynasty leagues, in in that one dynasty where I had one one. Um, I don't know. I don't know what it is as the season develop, as reports come out. These players haven't even touched the NFL field yet, and I'm over here trying to project what what player is going to do better. But um, I don't know. I, I just like Smith and his potential, I guess. And you talk to me. Yeah, and, you, well, and you talk to Michael Thomas. Yeah, I mean that was just. Yeah, that's just that's personally that's too early for me. Especially like you said, you got. You remember, this, a 12, you got, this, is a, this is a twelve team league. So you're it is thinking, a twelve team league, but he's not producing so he, for at least the first five to six weeks. Well, and you don't even if, know what quarterback to have yet. If this was a ten team league, which most of our our leagues are, he's Michael Thomas is not getting drafted until the eighth ninth round. Yeah, well, and that's well, that's the thing. It that's very true. That's very true. So it, it did push him up just a little bit. Um, I don't know. I just I don't know if you can sit there because now you have to look. If you were to grab uh, Thomas, he's your flex. Unless you're picking someone else, like that's your flex. So you just risk the first six weeks potentially, which is wow. kind of why I'm saying, you know, round eight's where I think I'd be a little more comfortable. Round seven um, for the twelve team. But uh, after Devonta Smith went Kenny Galladay, Brandon Ayuk, and Juju Smith-Schuster. I personally think Juju, he's my number one in Pittsburgh. Um, that's that's me. Uh, I think that his connection with, with uh, Roethlisberger is there. Obviously, Deontay is a bit better. He's going to get a lot of targets. But I think Juju has a shot to uh, get a bit more touchdowns this year, and I think he's going to get a little <laughs> – he had an absolutely horrible uh, average depth of target. So, like, that that's not going to happen again. I think it was like seven. Uh, he's usually around like like eight or nine, so uh, I think it's going to be a lot higher, and he's going to do better. Uh, Eric, you're on the clock. Pause it for him. Yeah, he's good. Travis, thanks for checking it out, buddy. All right, Eric, you're on the clock. What are you thinking right here? You've got JT, Calvin Ridley, J.K. Dobbins, DK, DJ Moore, and Mark Andrews. So you are – Two running back, two wide receiver, and your tight end. Where are you going? Yeah, I'm kind of sitting here. I think I'm, I'm thinking about taking a quarterback here because I think it might start to drop off a little bit in terms of elite quarterback play. But at the same time, I'm a little bit comfortable with a few other guys. I just, yeah, you know, I'm gonna. Yeah, this is where. I'm gonna, th- One- you know, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna hope my man comes back. I don't. I don't care if you say he's not going to throw forty-five times a game. Um, he still has fantastic weapons and a fantastic offense. I'm going to go with Dak Prescott. And then Rodgers goes right after that. So yeah, this as is as long as this, this is yeah, the round that that you gotta. I mean, once Herbert and and Jackson, the 
the fifth and sixth um, quarterbacks are gone, it it starts getting a little dicey. You got press a deck with that injury. Aaron Rodgers, I mean, is Aaron Rodgers, and then after that, we still have Russell Wilson available. I think, right? Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I was between and Wilson and and, and, then, just, and then there's a drop off. I think, in my opinion, I mean, you got Lawrence there. Do you do you take that risk in the sixth round for a rookie quarterback? I don't. Matthew Stafford is, I mean, new offense. Tannehill, he's good, but nothing worth taking this early. Burrow, I, I mean, yeah, I like that pick for you, Eric. Yeah, I mean, and again, I was between him and, and and Wilson. I just, I don't trust Pete Carroll. I know Wilson's gonna probably start off great. He's gonna have great games, uh, but so is Dak Prescott. I just, I, I don't yeah. trust Pete Carroll. That's that's my biggest thing. Not not to go off a tangent here. Is every draft I go in, I I'm always worried about the quarterback position. Do I wait too long and I end up with like a Tannehill, or do I reach and end up taking like a Kyle Murray? But if you reach, you're kind of handcuffing yourself at one one of the running back or the wide receiver spots. Yeah, I, I reached just a tad on uh, Damian Harris, and I grabbed him. Uh, and I'm I'm a little, you know, I moved him up my ranks a bit. You know, he was my running back 22 before. Now I have him up to 17. Uh, I'm excited for him. You know, he averaged over five yards a carry. And now he's going to be really – him and Ramondre Stevenson are the only shows in town. They're going to run a lot. Cam Newton's not going to be running the ball a lot. So he just got an uptick in carries. I think there's a chance Damon Harris could see 250 touches. Another, so, another true true down, three down back. Or three, yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, so Jerry Judy went after that. Then Noah Fant back-to-back Broncos. Uh, so, you know, I'm, I'm intrigued to see what uh, – I like what Justin's doing here at pick two. He's started with Delvin Cook, hasn't touched a running back since, though. Went with Darren Waller, Keenan Allen, Deontay Johnson, T. Higgins, and Jerry Judy. So he's got some PPR uh, monsters as well. So I'm kind of intrigued to see how the rest of that roster plays out. Uh, As Blake grabbed Russell Wilson, who I should have grabbed as opposed to Damian Harris around that turn. Yeah, I I think you could have waited on Harris. I I, I definitely could have, but... The other running backs that are there, I'm not a fan of Chase Edmonds or Raheem Mostert or Melvin Gordon or Leonard Fournette, and those are really the guys that are going around right now. So if someone else is looking at him, I, I feel like uh, he could have went there. Uh, but, yeah, I probably could have waited at least the four more picks because I'm I'm now picking up next here for round seven. Uh, so I've got Elvin Kamara, Clyde Edwards-Elaire, and Damian Harris at running back, Justin Jefferson, Robert Woods, and Tyler Lockett at wide receiver. So I'm probably looking at – a tight end here. Um, if not, if I don't get one more, so Goddard's on the clock uh, as Trey Sermon just went. Goddard's probably somebody I'm really looking forward to if I can't get Devonta Smith because I'm just excited to see what Jalen Hurts um, or Deshaun Watson can do there. But uh, with that being said, I went with Dallas Goddard. If I couldn't get Dallas Goddard, I was probably going to wait a little while uh, for Tyler Higby or an Irv Smith uh, or even possibly like Janu. I'm, I'm excited for some of those options later for myself. Or or uh, Logan Thomas. I I can't I can't expect Antonio Gibson is going to do well. Terry McLaurin is going to do well. Uh, Curtis Samuel is going to do well, and then Logan Thomas is going to do well. I really don't see how all of that is going to work with Ryan Fitzpatrick. Um, he's never played a 16 game season. 
he's never if he plays 17, that'd be that'd be crazy too. And I'm play, not expecting injury. I he's just gonna play I, 19 because he's gonna make the playoffs this year. Man, I hope so. I'm excited for Fitz. You know, we're Buffalo people, we all want him to be successful. Um, but I don't know. Uh Chase Simmons went after Dallas Goddard, and then Michael Thomas. There he goes, uh round seven, pick five. So that's probably a bit more uh I guess yeah, comparable so, than, than it would have been nice for him to drop another five more spots. That would have, yeah. And now you got Eric on the clock. Uh, so he's sitting with JT, uh, Jonathan Taylor, and J.K. Dobbins at running back, Calvin Ridley and D.J. Moore at wide receiver, Mark Andrews, and then Dak Prescott. Yeah, um, so I just – there's a lot of options here. I just – I really want to go running back just because I only have two of them, but at the same time there's Nothing. not really a whole lot there I'm too excited Nothing, about. Um so I am going to make this pick. You know, he is injured, but he's supposed to be ready for the start of the season. I am going to take DJ Shark. Um, you know, I really think he could be primed for a big season. Um, I know Lawrence hasn't looked too hot so far this, this preseason, but I think he's going to, you know, turn that around and get going once he gets into the swing of things. Um, DJ Shark put on a little bit of weight, um, you know, which, which is going to be a good thing for him, I think. Um so I think he has some some good things coming here in the seventh round. I'm pretty excited about that. You know, since I'm just trying to take a look here in the last two seasons. Again, I know you guys hate my stats, or just you know stats in general. But he had in the first five of his first six games, he had over 17 points. Like I said, in five of them. Since then, since then, guys, he's only done that six times since his first. Since his first six games two years ago, you know when he really started going on fire, he had five out of his six games over 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 uh, fifteen, and he's only done that five times since. So I, I'm not very excited. I hope. Well, I'm excited for DJ Chark, especially with Etienne gone now. So I think I agree with those, uh, Eric. But you know I'm a Chanel person too. Yeah, yeah. And on top of Etienne being being injured too, I just I mean he's still so young. Like you said, his first games were two years ago, um, so he still has a lot to learn. A lot to grow from. Um, like I said, I think putting on the weight is actually going to be really good for him. The coaches wanted him to do that, so that way he's not getting pushed around out there. Um, and yeah, I mean, even with with Chenault there too, I just I think Etienne going down, that's going to kind of force a little bit of change in what they were probably planning to do going into the season. Yeah, I think um, I, I think that's uh, well said. Uh, Debo Samuel went right after. And you have uh, Melvin Gordon and then Raheem Mostert, so more of those running backs coming off the clock. And this is where what I take you, a, take my boy. I was just about to ask, what do you? Is this where you? So we're hitting a point of round seven, round eight. So we're starting to fill our, you know, your starting lineup, or or as much of it as you like. If you're, you know, going to wait on well, tight end, quarterback, whatever. Okay. Is this where you start reaching? No. Yeah, when I guess. Start? Yeah, this is where you. This is where you're trying to get the value, I guess. Um, Quarterback is way off the board right now for me. Uh, have there's no points to stop the or pause the draft for me, uh, Antonio. Um, tight end, you got Gasecki, Gronk, uh, Logan Thomas, Higby, uh, Smith, Hunter Henry, all kind of similar players and similar, um, I guess, production chance chance of producing. So I. This is where I take a chance at another rookie player where he might produce, and I'm going to take my boy, 
Uh, Michael oh, Carter, Carter from the Jets. It, he's probably out of all the running backs available out there right now, I think he has the best upside because you got Fournette and you got Ronald Jones. Who knows who the starter is there? Same thing with James Conner and Kenyon Drake, Drake's in um, Las Vegas. He's a, he's the backup. And then you have Duke Johnson. Is that Duke Johnson? Or David Johnson, uh, not Duke Johnson. Um, yeah, I mean, you know I'm a fan of Michael Carter. Um, it's just a it's just a, a crapshoot. And I, I'd rather take a rookie running back that a team is invested in and want him – they want him to be successful because they invested the draft pick in him. Even though, even if he sits on my bench for a little bit, because I have Elliot Harris, oh, now I have Najee Harris. I'm second second guessing that pick. Two rookie running backs and, well, and Gaskin. I think I think those three are going to be my my guys to start the year, and then Michael Carter will will eventually become one of my flex options. Well, but look at what you did though. I mean, you got him for like at like running back thirty three. That's not even a starting running back, and yeah. he is a starting running back. So yeah. I think that it's yeah I think that it's a good spot for sure I think it's a great pick even though you've already got Najee Harris, um, no I like that pick for sure and then you had Mike Gesicki go and Lavisca Chenault, uh, Visca I was talking about him he's that that first game with Lawrence man he he targeted Lavisca like the first three 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 throws he had um, I think that you know we saw him running for his life a little bit I think he's gonna have to get the ball out quick and I think Lavisca is gonna show how much yards after catch. Uh, he's going to be able to, to prove on top of what he already did last season. You know, I love LaVisca Chenault. He's breaking tackles like crazy. Uh, and I think he's just going to be an extension of the run game, especially without Travis Etienne. We have a question coming in from a listener, Keenan. No, he doesn't. <laughs> he, he actually left me a voicemail. Travis, he said, why would I listen to you about sports, especially football? And then he cursed. He said a bad <laughs> he word. cursed. Oh, yeah, we don't don't make me edit anything here. Thank you. Yeah. Um, after LaVisca Chenault, we got Cortland Sutton and Leonard Fournette. We got playoff Lenny, 2021 Lenny. Are you a um, fan of that? Or are you a Gio Bernard? Are you Ronald Jones? What team are you playing for right now? Eric, how about you? Yeah, go Eric. Uh, I'm not really too thrilled about either. I think that. You know, with Brady getting another year older, they're going to have to lean just a little bit even more on the run game, which I could see a little bit more of a split backfield there, especially just more of riding the hot hand like they did last year. Um, so, yeah, it, it's going to be tough. I don't I really I don't think either one of them is going to take a true handle on the full workload. I think it's going to be a hot hand split backfield the entire season. Yeah, I'm probably I'm going to try to avoid this the best I can. But if the value winds up getting there, by value, I mean I'm picking the third person. Whomever that third running back winds up being is probably what I'll go for if I don't get Gio Bernard at the right level because I think Gio's there for a reason, which is going to be to catch balls. I wouldn't be surprised if he goes gets close to 40 or 50 catches. I really wouldn't. Not that that's going to be too much, but at least in PPR-wise, I mean you're talking about uh, running back three. You know He's going to be a good replacement, and we're talking about uh, this being that level of the 34th, 35th running back right now. Uh, you saw Jalen Waddle just go off after Rob Gronkowski and Brandon Cooks. So Jalen Waddle, we know Will Fuller is going to be suspended for the first game. We know he's, you know, prone to have a few injuries. What do you think about Jalen Waddle, Keenan? 
Sorry, I, I know we left that. I, I don't know. I, I love I love him as a dynasty player. I don't know how much I love him as a redraft player yet. I I don't know what that offense is or can be with Tua. Um, I don't know who their wide receiver one, two, or three is right now. I mean, it's between three players, but who's going to get the majority of of the targets is is the question. Is Parker or is Fuller, or are they just going to? Unleash Waddle because he's probably the most talented out of the out of the three. But they invested in in um. Why can't I think of his name? Fuller. So I think I think Fuller's their their wide receiver one there right now. So I I don't know how much I like that Waddle pick. Well, after Waddle went Ronald Jones, Robbie Anderson, James Conner. I do want to talk about your pick, Keenan. Brandon I, Cooks. I love that pick. Right, let's not talk about it because there's people listening that are going to be in our drafts next week, and I don't want people to take them on me. But, no, seriously, just look at his numbers. He he produces every year. And every, there's this, I don't know, this idea that, that people think that he's always hurt. He has a lot of injuries, but he's on the field most of the time. Um, and he's produced in New England. He's produced it in L.A. He's produced last year in uh, Houston. And – Right now, his quarterback, I know there's a lot of concerns, legal concerns or, or trade rumors, but his quarterback right now is still Deshaun Watson. Until that changes, I'm, I'm Brandon Cooks. I'm happy with him in the eighth round. Yeah, he missed three games the last two years. Besides that, he didn't miss any since his rookie year, mm-hmm. and he's had 1,000 yards five out of his last six seasons. He didn't have 1,000 yards two years ago. You know, in with the Rams, well, you know how that went. But my goodness, Brandon Cooks, you're right; he's going to eat everything up. Uh, as I'm sitting and, here on the clock, um, and who's who else? They, who they, else did they have? They had Nico Collins, great rookie uh, prospect, and they just traded for. Um, oh man, why can't I think of his name? <laughs> Drawing a blank. Your your boy from Chicago. Sorry, I was paying attention. Anthony Miller. Anthony Miller, and he he's hurt now. So. Yeah, that was depressing. I, I wanted to also just mention on my pick too, Robbie Anderson. Um, just because if some people are looking, they see I have both DJ Moore and Robbie Anderson. Um, and just kind of like a little tip, like don't worry about taking two guys on the same team. Like you can trade, like you can make moves, make trades during the season. If you can if get a guy this it. late that yeah. you think can produce at a high level, like for me, I have a ton of faith in Sam Darnold and what this offense really could be. That connection he previously had with Robbie Anderson, I think is going to carry over to the Panthers. Um, If Robbie Anderson starts off hot, I could simply flip him for a running back or or something else if needed, or I can just keep him if if they're playing really good. Um, So, so don't worry about that too much. And just always remember, you can always make moves after the draft. I, I agree with, with you, Eric, and my biggest pet peeve is that one person that says, what is the Buffalo Bills by week? What is the Giants by week? You shouldn't worry about the bye weeks because, once yeah. again, you got to – if you're worried about the bye weeks, that means you're you're letting value go off the board and for all the players they could wait for. Um, if, there, if you have four players on week four buys, you just have to be a general manager. You have to make some trades and work the waiver wire and – me personally, if I have if my top guys all have the same bye week, I'm fine with that. Yeah, I'm the same. I, I don't worry about bye weeks ever. I, I've never ever had a concern with it. Um, you deal with it when it comes. That's for sure. Um, good saying there. So I grabbed Antonio Brown round eight. 
pick 10. I'm ecstatic about that. Uh, he he led the team in targets the last seven weeks, and we talked about Bruce, Bruce Arians' offenses and how they take some time to adjust, uh, especially with Jameis Winston. It's usually that eight games to that whole first season. It takes a while for Bruce Arians. We saw it with Carson Palmer as well back then, and then they wound up doing really well and you know, getting close to the Super Bowl. Anyways, so I'm excited for uh, what Antonio Brown brings to the table and that connection with Tom Brady. So getting him as the third uh, wide receiver after – Godwin and Mike Evans are gone. Uh, I do like that. So after Antonio Brown went, Tyler Boyd, Jarvis Landry to end round eight. Starting round nine was Corey Davis to the Jets. I like that pick. Devin Singletary, uh, another good pick. Um, and then uh, I went Jalen Hurts, finally got myself a quarterback. And then you have Trevor Lawrence, Tom Brady, and then uh, Eric that. I didn't realize that was up. That's all right. Um, and then so Eric's not going to be up. But uh, Tom Brady just went. I was between Tom Brady and Jalen Hurts. Tom Brady threw over 40 touchdowns last year. You know, it's something that, um, you know, we talked about happening, that he could do that. And do we see it happening again? I think so. Like, I, I think they're going to be leading the league. He'll be up up near the top of leading in pass attempts. I think 5,000 yards, especially with 17 games, is very on the table. And 40 touchdowns again. If he does that, guys, being drafted where he is right now, around quarterback 12, no. He's going to be a top-five quarterback. It's gonna be a, he's going to be a top-five quarterback. You're going to have so uh, we'll continue there. Trevor Lawrence, though, going behind Tom Brady. No bueno. No bueno, Mitch. But I like the I like the jump there. Uh, you taking another quarterback? No, he no, didn't. I got to fix that. But anyways, who, who are you looking at, Eric? I am going to go Hollywood Brown. Um, oh, wow. There you go. Yeah, and another wide receiver here. Like I said, I only have the two running backs, but I'm not worried about it. I'm planning to make moves during the season. Um you know, I think Hollywood, you know, everybody is so high on Rashad Bateman. I personally am not. Um, I, I I, think he's going to come in and help this offense. I think he's going to him and Sammy Watkins are both going to help, you know, Mark Andrews and, and Hollywood Brown help open things up for them. Um, but they got to get back to that, to what they were doing before when they were thrown down deep to Hollywood. He had seven touchdowns his rookie season. You know, they had Mark Andrews going, that run game going. They need to get back to this if they want to be successful. Um, and I think the moves they did bringing in the wide receivers they did, I think that shows that they want to do that as well. Yeah, I like that. You know, I, he was he's one of my he was one of my, my buys in our last episode. Um, I love what he did. Had double digit points in his last six games to end the year. Um, so yeah, health is a big thing. Uh, so we've got Clint on the clock. Uh, he's got a good team going. Nick Chubb. David Montgomery and Ronald Jones at running back, uh, wide receiver DeAndre Hopkins, Juju Smith-Schuster, Debo Samuel, uh, and then quarterback Kyler Murray and T.J. Hawkinson. So I think uh, maybe the decision will be going here with Clint looks like a Will Fuller pick. Good job there, Clint. And uh, after Will Fuller went Joe Burrow. And Kenyon Drake. So, Joe Burrow, we obviously saw Jamar Chase and T. Higgins go earlier. We talked about that a little bit. And Joe Burrow coming all the way down here uh, near quarterback 17. What do you, what are we thinking about that, guys? Do we not believe in Joe Burrow? Is he still going to throw the ball a lot? He's averaging nearly 38 a game before he was I'll, injured. I'll be honest, seeing Joe Burrow fall down here, uh, I'm making me kind of wish I just kind of waited on quarterback. And seeing a few of the other guys that are still on the board, um, yeah, I think Joe Burrow is going to be fantastic. Um, 
you know, he, he's got two, three great wide receivers to throw to. He's got a good running back. It's really just what is the coach going to do? Is he's going to is he going to be able to be creative enough and get this offense going? Um, but even if not, you know that defense isn't that special. So I I just, I just see Burrow throwing enough times each game to to put up enough fantasy points. And that was his big issue was three out of those. Well, I mean, I know technically he did play uh, nine games, but at least three out of those first seven, he had no touchdowns. And in four of them, he had one or less. Like, he wasn't throwing any touchdowns, hence why they got Jamar Chase. You didn't need Panay Sewell. You had to get someone to help you in the red zone and help you get downfield. Um, and you're right, Eric, everything you said, I'll, I'm just echoing. So um, I'm excited for Joe Burrow. And, you know, his his touchdown rate was just – it just positive regression. We talk about positive regression, right? His touchdown rate just has to go back to a, a normal mean, and it was just too low last season. Uh, so after that went – uh, Kenyon Drake and then Deshaun Watson, Keenan grabbing him in round nine. Hold on, let's Bold. talk about that. Let's talk talk about that after my next pick. Oh, after his next pick, okay, all right. After Deshaun Watson was Logan Thomas and Mike Williams, and now we're going to be starting round ten. Come on, so Alex. I'm in the same boat as you, Eric. When you when you said uh, you would regret the quarterback decision, that's why I kind of waited a little while, and uh, I was able to get Jalen Hurts. I'm excited about the potential he can bring as being a, uh, you know, an o- he could finish as the number one overall quarterback. And to be able to get somebody in round nine like that, like I said, with Tom Brady, I don't think he could be number one, but uh, because of the legs of Jalen Hurts, we saw the potential for a near thousand yard rushing. And they added Devonta Smith. They have Dallas Goddard. Miles Sanders is coming back. That line's getting healthier. There's positive regression again for the Eagles. Um, now you can talk about right. the picks. Now we could talk about your pick. That makes some sense. So after Mike Williams went Ramondre Stevenson and Matthew Stafford, and then Keenan followed his Deshaun Watson pickup with Ryan Tannehill. I like that pairing, Keenan. It's just, I it makes sense. I thought. I mean, you can you gonna if Deshaun Watson didn't have legal issues slash trade issues with his team, I think he's a he's in drafting the top three rounds, if not sooner. Um, no, you're fine. It keeps switching to auto yeah. pick, but I was gonna take Zach Moss, so that that's all right. But and then you, and then I had to pair him with another quarterback in Tannehill. I mean, Tannehill has been a really good quarterback and fantasy quarterback last last few years, and he it's only gonna get better with Julio Jones um, joining that offense. Um, so if Watson doesn't play, at least I have uh, Tannehill who can can be my. My quarterback. These, these Titans. These Titans are going to be. Um, these Titans are going to be the most efficient team <laughs> ever. That's for sure. Um, so I think what we'll do is we'll do one more round. We'll get through round eleven, and then I think what we'll do is we'll just we'll we'll get it cut after that. Don't have to worry too much more about our bench picks. Um, so uh, I agree with that Ryan Tannehill pick. He's been great. He's been super efficient near the near Mahomes level. Uh, after Tannehill, though, went David Johnson, AJ Dillon. J.D. McKissick and Zach Moss for a little running back run. Michael Pittman, and then hopefully I was looking to grab Henry Ruggs, who just got swiped right before me. Uh, excited for what Henry Ruggs can do this year. But, you know, I've got Curtis Samuel and my actual – well, there's a lot of good a lot of good selections right here. I got Darnell Mooney, Elijah Moore, Mark. Um, and this is why I, this is why I you got to – in my opinion, you got to go quarterback or running backs to start to draft these – the depth in wide receiver is ridiculous towards the end of the end of the draft this year. 
Yeah, McCall Hardman has a really good opportunity ahead of him. Uh, he doesn't receive more than six targets very often. Um, that's about 100 target pace. So that's around what the third wide receiver usually was getting, like the Sammy, Sammy Watkins, for example. Um, so when he was getting that, though, he had double-digit points in all those games. So uh, I'm excited for McCall Hardman to potentially get close to 100 targets. His touchdown rate is a little bit high, but for somebody that's a speedy Bernie player, uh, burner player, that's what you see in Tyreek Hill, and that's what you probably expect with uh, someone like Michael Hardman. By Blake, really good pick. Yeah, that's I was between Darnell Mooney, Michael Hardman, and Elijah Moore. Uh, what do you think about Elijah Moore, Keenan? You said good pick. Just value again. I mean, he, him and Corey Davis both have a decent chance to be um, wide receiver one for that for that Jets team, and he's paired him up there. So, I mean, he's going to get the Jets' top wide receiver. For sure. And he's got he I mean Corey Davis is so underrated. He's almost as underrated as, as Brandon Cooks is. I I really I really truly Yeah. That. He was and, getting peppered with targets. I mean I know I know they're gonna have a rookie quarterback there, a rookie coach and all that and all that stuff. But remember when I, I was telling everybody a couple months ago that I really no, don't, I don't think remember. this Jets wide receiver core is really that bad. I think it's a pretty good wide receiving core. Uh, right. it, 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 they're, they're pretty good. I think they're going to surprise yeah. people, especially yeah. in this offensive system. Obviously, I'm extremely excited about Zach Wilson. Um, I love Elijah Moore. He's he's going to be a, fantastic. Blake's uh, next pick was oh, definitely a hometown Make sure pick. it doesn't auto-pick me here. Hometown pick there. Yeah, after Elijah Moore was Jamal Williams, then Michael Gallup. I went with Curtis Samuel. I'm really happy about back-to-back McCall Harmon and Curtis Samuel. Uh, those guys are going to be my wide receivers five and six, so really good potential to be my wide receiver three or four. Uh, then Tyler Higby and Irv Smith, and we got Eric up here. So we just went. This is this going to be the last round we're doing, right? Yeah. So I maybe would wait another round, maybe two, but I want to make a point here. So I'm going to take Gus Edwards. Now the point I want to make is. You see so many other people say, oh, don't draft your handcuff. Don't draft your hand. Grab, grab somebody else's handcuff. I don't agree with that. If yeah, you why? have a guy, say it again. Why would you draft someone else's handcuff? Because then if your player gets hurt, you're trying uh, to trade the, the idea. Handcuff. The idea is if their player gets hurt, you have yeah, but, an extra running back. Because yeah, you're wasting two spots right now by doing what he just did. But you are lose you, the potential. So you just lost the potential for a Darnell Mooney. You lost the potential for someone like, uh, like I'd rather take Alexander Madison for example over that handcuff because Alexander Madison gets carries. We talked about Cook giving three hundred plus touches, and um, you're 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 asking Gus Edwards gets touches, but you're not going to so start. So does, Gus does Edwards Alexander Madison get more carries than Gus Edwards? You're either way you're wasting, especially without a Mark Ingram. But you got all right. So let me finish here. Um, yeah, you can wrap it up. So, so I do. I Just disagree with up. you guys because if you can get a backup, a handcuff that can come in and be a running back one, that to me, you, I only drafted two running backs until the tenth round. Okay, I have the ability to do that, and I and I have five wide receivers already. I don't need a Darnell Mooney because I have my running back locked up. I have J.K. Dobbins, and if he goes down, I have a bona fide running back one. Yeah, in my opinion, I, I, and I and I and I do get that. I do. If I draft, from, I if I draft think, Alexander Madison, 
it's still a wasted roster spot. I'm still hoping Delvin Cook gets hurt. Why would I hope somebody else gets hurt? It's still a wasted. Why not just lock up my position? I feel much more comfortable at my running back position. Because what if I draft Alexander Madison and Delvin Cook stays healthy and J.K. Dobbins gets hurt? Then I have nothing. But you're not you're not drafting Dobbins with the hope he's getting hurt. But you're drafting Gus Edwards. To you give shouldn't draft a- anybody in the hopes that anybody gets hurt, though. Right. Is what I'm saying. Like Pollard so gets think- opportunity. Bateman gets opportunity. Well, you can't. You don't draft. But, but listen, anybody steps- anybody can get hurt. Okay. You're on the so if you draft somebody also, else's handcuff, Eric also said before. Eric but no, no, if you if you draft somebody else's handcuff, but your running back gets hurt, what are you going to do? You can't do anything. You have other running backs. You have the waiver yeah, but, but how many? But you got to find the players that are drafted in rounds 10, 11, 12, 13, 14. That's where you find the guys, the Justin Jeffersons that got drafted. But I don't like, need those to are players because that you I only find. I don't need to because see how you guys wasted four or five spots on run on, on running back in the beginning of the draft. I only spent two and I'm still solid solidified at running back because I have my handcuff. You know, I bygones are bygones. That's I, I see. I'm more of an upside kind of guy. I'm just saying, I, I, if you draft Alexander Madison and Delvin cook stays healthy and JK Dominic, you have nothing. You're, you're wasting two roster spots then. Cause you have an injured running back and a handcuff that, that that's not playing. But if your guy gets hurt and you have your handcuff, you have a bona fide running back one. How is that not better? I don't know, to me, that's much better than because I'd rather play with opportunity. Yeah, it's because you know those guys are op- still getting, it is opportunity, still getting the though. ball. It, it is opportunity because your guy J.K. Dobbins has just as much chance of getting hurt as Delvin Cook. Yeah, I'm I'm on I'm on Eric's side on this one. In in his defense, he said he was making a point. He was he was reaching a little bit. Because we're ending here at round 10, 11, whatever, whatever round we're on. But let's say you draft someone else's handcuff. You're pretty much wasting um, a roster spot because wasted roster you're hoping, spot, you're hoping, your yeah, you're hoping that person gets hurt. But now let's say your your running back gets hurt and you have the handcuff already, or you don't have the handcuff. You have to give up assets to go get that running back where you could just already had him just sitting on your bench. I mean, he, he didn't have to draft Gus Edwards in the in what round is that? Line? He could have waited in round 13. Who cares? It, round 13, you're, it's all a crapshoot. Uh. It's, it's all luck at that point who's going to produce. I, I, like the, I like that idea. I always handcuff my first-round um, first running back. I always do it, always, and so I always will. Because I, it, but he, that handcuff might not be on my roster the whole season. I'll handcuff right. them till the fifth, till the week five, week six, and then I'll move them at, at that point. Um, but then, with my luck, my my player gets hurt, and I got to spend fab to get that player back. But uh, yeah, I, I just like I'm not like, personally. like yeah. Jonathan Taylor. I got get, hurt. I get the Jonathan other Taylor got hurt, and I had Hines it's... last year, and it it it, it was let, it couldn't have worked out better. Let it's me explain not just, why too. Let me on, explain let me, why let me get my point in. No, 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 no. Let me get my point in because it's not just – it's if you're going to draft handcuffs. I'm not even a handcuff drafter. Like I don't even like to get handcuffs in general. I'm just arguing that point because I would like to go for upside for somebody else, like on a whole different team, on a whole separate situation. But I'm saying if I was to get a handcuff, I personally am not getting my own team. I'm going for somebody else's because, as you mentioned, injury. Now, look, if Zeke gets injured and I got Pollard, I have an, a tremendous asset that I could also trade, and I have it. But if vice I have Zeke, don't have vice versa on, on you. No, yeah, because really if, I don't, if I don't dread, if I don't have but it's not. But it's not. If I don't draft okay, Pollard, you, I can get a Bateman. I can get a Hines who, who yeah, can but, get a lot of PPR cases. I can get a Lindsey who could be starting for Houston. A lot of a lot of coulds, but where 
where you're guaranteed a starter if you handcuff Elliott with Pollard. You're guaranteed that starter. I guess my point is I was able to get more in the lower rounds because I was less worried about making sure I had running. I was going to – this run that we just did, this 12th round, I was going to take Pollard um, over Bateman if he dropped. But I I did just realize, Eric, you you got J.K., Mark Andrews, and Marquise Brown. And Gus Edwards. You're just getting – you all Ravens. Man, you better get that Sunday ticket. <laughs> as I, as I said, so, as I said, I will be making trades. That's what I do. Yeah, I, I know. So, last year, for example, one league last year, I started off the draft. I had five guys with a ninth round, ninth week bye. By the time the ninth week came around, I maybe had two of those guys on my roster. So I'm not worried about that. But again, like I said, with the Gus Edwards thing, I just, I don't know. I did. That's just. I, I used to be that guy. I used to be that guy that would pick other guys' handcuffs. Six out of your eleven. And it picks. just doesn't work out. It Six doesn't work out like people That's think. Why I just it doesn't work out like general. people think. That's so why for I me, so for me, anybody can get injured. The safer play is taking your own guy. But but again, the point I was making is take your handcuff only if he's a guy that you know yes. can come in and be a top twelve running back. I know Gus Edwards as the sole running back in that offense is going to nah, be. Nah, he's not the sole running back. They got Lamar Jackson too. I said, yeah, yeah. But um, either way, if right. J.K. Dobbins gets hurt or if Gus Edwards gets hurt, the other one's going to be an yeah. RB1. I, where you don't have to give up assets to go get that running back later. Whereas. I, I'm, 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 I'm on the boat. I'm on the same boat with you. Yeah. All right. Well, you guys can stay on that boat. I think we're going to let that boat sail, though, uh, because we're going to, I think, wrap up the episode. Um, what I want to do real quick, though, is talk about, um, our roster, and then I think what we'll do is maybe we'll post it on Twitter, see if we can see what people think about um, who has the best starting roster. So Between us <laughs> or, or the whole draft? Cause- uh, the, the three of us. Yeah. So I'm going to take a uh, – let me start off here. So here's mine. I have uh, Jalen Hurts at quarterback, Elvin Kamara and Clyde Edwards-Elair at running back, Justin Jefferson and Robert Woods at wide receiver, Dallas Goddard at f- tight end, uh, and Tyler Lockett and Damian Harris at flexes. Uh, Eric. Yeah, I got Dak Prescott as my quarterback, Jonathan Taylor and J.K. Dobbins as my running backs, uh, Kelvin Ridley and D.J. Moore as my wide receivers, Mark Andrews as my tight end, and then my flex options would be D.J. Shark and Robbie Anderson or Hollywood Brown. I, I really like my team. I wish this mm-hmm. was. I wish this was a, uh, um, a league. Honestly. Um, for quarterbacks, I got Deshaun Watson, Ryan Tannehill. Uh, running backs, I got Elliott, uh, Najee Harris, Miles Gaskin, and Michael Carter. Um, wide receivers, I got Allen Robinson, Amari Cooper, Dev- or, uh, uh, sorry, my screen, uh, Devontae Smith. Why is this? Uh, yeah, Brandon Cooks, a tight end. <laughs> Brandon Cooks, and um, and my last pick is Marvin Jones, who I also think is another. Our, underrated player and who has the potential to be their wide receiver one there in Jacksonville. Um, yeah. Your comment, your comment about the tight end, it just didn't happen. It, every time I was going to go get a tight end, um, that tight end went, that tight end went and went and there was no value at, at the spot that I wanted to take a tight end. I wanted Goddard. You took him, uh, Antonio. Um, I also wanted uh, Logan, Logan Thomas. Um, but I had to I had to get Tannehill with Watson there, so the quarterback position I had to lock that that position down. I did take a little risk on Watson there, but if he does play, even 
half the games, I, I, I have a top, top quarterback. Yeah, I think uh, that's fair assessment. I mean, it's always good to play the stream the tight ends, stream the tight end as well. I mean, they're getting deeper. It's not like you know after the first four, you're really not getting yeah. anything crazy. You're just kind of kind of battling with everybody else because it's a crapshoot essentially. But yeah, yeah I think that uh, that worked out. So we'll definitely we'll get that posted. Um, man. That was a good mock, though. Damn, it's fun. Like you said, Keenan, 180 mocks so far, right? I don't know. I, I'll get you the final count. I, I need to hear count. the update. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'll, uh, but... I'll get the tail. I'll take a picture of the tally board. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think we're going to. Uh, I think we're going to try and do a super flex mock. Super flex mock. Uh, probably next week. We'll try and get another one of those in before the season starts. Uh, and then we got another couple episodes as well. Man, I just can't believe the season's here. Like I. Just thinking that football is so close, it's just getting me ramped up, man. I'm excited for the season, excited for the Bills season. Um, so let's wrap this bad boy up. All right, so thanks, everybody, for listening. Oh. Make sure you're following us. Yes, sir, Keenan. Good trade uh, with us yesterday, by the way. Oh, yeah, Keenan and I it's did a little. It's been a while. I went back and looked. It's Since been... you and I traded? Yeah, it's been a year and a half last time we made a trade. That's not true. Oh, in this league, maybe? No, all, all in general, unless I missed a trade. I, yeah. It's yeah. been a while since you and I have worked out a trade. And that, So uh, <laughs> I traded uh, – what the hell did we trade? I traded Brandon Ayuk for uh, Michael Carter and LaVisca Chanel. Yeah. I think it was a very fair trade for both of us. I like well, all three players. And uh, I know you were, were trying to get rid of some Michael Carter shares. Well, no, that's not true. I, I was deep at running back, and I needed another wide receiver, and you didn't have a running back, so I gave you Carter. Cause you, you had, I think you had, I think you have one starting running back, like decent running back. I got Carson and Trey Sermon and Melvin Gordon. We're yeah. doing just fine. Exactly. Um, yeah, no, but it's a good trade. I'm really excited for Ayuk. Yeah, um, I, was, I was actually shocked you accepted it. I, I really think LaVisca is going to take that next level, that next level leap. I really do. Um, I, think, I think there's a good chance that Chark – Jones and LaVisca all get 100 plus targets. So it's oh. good. It's going to get spread out. How many times yeah, no, going to throw the ball? Uh, I got him throwing the ball by 550. I got him right around the 550 range. Oh, really? So I think, especially with yeah with Etienne out now, there's it's just going to, I think they're going to concentrate all three of those. Uh, and then he's going to have, he has about 100 targets left over for, for everybody else. So I don't think anyone's going to have over 140, but they're all going to have between that 100 to 135 range. Um, so, yeah, it'll be exciting. So Marvin Jones is a great pick, Keenan. Uh, but anyways, with that being said, so make sure you're following us on Twitter at Dynasty Mafia underscore FF. Make sure you're following me at Antonio Denisi FF, Keenan at Keenan underscore 716, and Eric at Biggie underscore FF. Uh, make sure you're checking us out on YouTube. You could have uh, watched this whole thing. Uh, we are streaming it uh, YouTube.com slash Dynasty Mafia podcast. Uh, check us out on Twitter, as I mentioned, because we also were streaming this through there. So that's kind of nice to watch. Appreciate everybody who was checking us out. Appreciate all the comments uh, and all the engagement, everybody taking part Appreciate in the Appreciate all our friends uh, joining in on the, on the mock. Yeah, I wish I had friends. But it's, uh, yeah, nice to have people around. So thanks so much for listening, guys. Uh, it was a great episode again, and happy mocking. Talk to you soon. Mafia out. <laughs>